What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. Today we're talking UFC Fight Night Crylock versus Span. Before we get into this card, as always, go down, like, and subscribe to the channel. It means the most to us. Drop your comments of all your picks and all your bets. Let's get into it. I'm Paul. Pick on Wendell Concha, and I'm joined with... Yo, I'm Kev Waterboy Savoy, and I might be the dumbest motherfucker alive. Because we've been talking Karloff and Span all, like, week. For some, but for some reason, I kept thinking Sanhagen was fighting this card. Like, <laughs> I... Like, you, you'll be literally at a conversation, like, Krylov versus Span, and you're telling me about Ryan Span. I was telling you this. I was like, but all day I've been waiting to say Sanhagen jokes. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Damn, your ass been cooking up some Sanhagen jokes? Bro, Sanhagen, because that nigga, I swear the nigga comedian Romeo Mack likes that nigga Sanhagen, bro. Motherfucking Sanhagen. Yeah, Sanhagen motherfucking, um... He, he'll text me back, hey, man, we covering Sanhagen tonight. And, like, it just sounds like I can just read it in his voice, Sanhagen. <laughs> but Krylov versus Fan, man, I mean, there's a couple there's a couple fades on here. And, I'm going like, lie, the more I look at it, the more the fights look better and better. There's some optimism, like, Andre Munez, Brandon Allen, 24. That's a good one. What's the record in the UFC? Oh, man, both 6'2", 6'2", 6'1". Oh, man, yeah, big guy. Munez is on like a five fight win streak. He just beat Uriah Hall in a decision on the Adesanya Canier card. And then uh, Brandon Allen's on a three fight win streak all last year. He, he's been cooking three fights in a row, won all three last year, two by submission. He beat Joko, who was a highly touted prospect. He was like 23 and two, I believe. Jamie Malarkin, great wrestler, beat him. Sam Alvey, vet, beat him. So, like, both of them are low-key going to be moving up the rankings here in a little bit with, with a win right here. Then uh, nah, for the fight that caught my fight. eye. I was about to say, they got the Canadians fighting in this car. Like, that's the fight eight. that caught my eye. Johan Lana East. That's my guy. I fuck with Johan, bro. Man, that's crazy. For some reason, I fuck with the Mallet. It's crazy. Mallet's the bigger favorite, too. But, like, Johan, no one really thought too much about him. Uh, but... Off the contender series, got the knockout win, and then he just uh, then he lost to uh, Green in a knockout in the second round, but then he came back with a split decision win over Darian Weeks. So like I kind of fuck with this kid, and the there's not many Canadian fighters, so to see two of them Yo, fight yeah. is wild. They got three fighting on this card, but two of them fight each other. Like I know Canada is like torn apart right now. They're like, <gasps> our 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 mates, our mates, <laughs> not right. my mate. And um, I know one of the uh, podcast people that MMA I've been listening to, they're in Canada and they're big Canadian like people. And they and they be knowing like the regional fighters coming out of Canada and shit. So like I know them boys are going hard for this this car probably. That'd be hard. I gotta tap in with them boys. And if you're from Canada, I fuck with you, man. Drop a comment. Yeah, we'll see you on the live. But and then the other fight is Tatiana Suarez's return to the UFC against Montana De La Rosa. So my question, I, I have not heard of Tatiana Suarez even slightly. But Twitter has been telling me that this mother trucker is a hitter. Who the fuck is Tatiana Suarez? But we haven't seen her since 20. First off, does she it is she's minus 800 favorite against Montana De La Rosa. You don't see those odds often. 
She hasn't fought since 2019. I'm a. I want to double check real quick. I don't want to say the wrong thing on the podcast, but I'm gonna make sure why she was out. But then, um, Andy, once she she won Ultimate Fighter 23 submission win, goes parlays that with four straight wins in the UFC. One against Alexa Grasso, who is a known hitter. And other one against Carlos Esparza, third round KO, and submitted a Grasso and got a KO over Carlos Esparza, who was just champion of the fucking division last year. And, and the first ever champ. So it's not like she was like a coming up, coming up Carlos Esparza. Like, nah, she was former champion Carlos Esparza back then, too. And she, people said she's been gone for 1,300 days. So people have been waiting for her to come back undefeated she wants to go she wants to get the belt and she says that when she gets the belt she's going to defend it as many times as she can because she likes to fight so like that's the type of champion that people worry that's why people fuck her bro my question is where the fuck was she at i'm trying to find but she's been people you know people you know her nickname is female khabib how dominant of a wrestler she is wow like she wow carla esparza was getting cooked bro Wow, you know Rose didn't even want to look at the ground, Carla. I can't. I want to say it was an injury because I can't see why else she would be out. I can't find. She was like I'm telling all around hitter. I would say she's even better than female Habib just because she can strike. Like she throws hands. Like she knocked out Carla Esparza. Like she she has hands. And then how dominant her wrestling is is just kind of crazy. And she got some submissions in that motherfucker. Come on now. Full package. I'm going to be looking at... I'm going to have my hooters wide open watching motherfucking... Um, my, maybe my new favorite... my new One of my new favorite fighters, Tatiana Suarez. We'll see what the hype's all about. And then, uh, as always, I'm making a pick. I'm taking Suarez. I'm taking it by finish. Not sure how she's going to get it done, but she's definitely going to get a finish here. Hmm. Interesting. Montana Del Rosa is like she lost to Barber, who's a good fighter. She beat Lipsky. She lost to, I don't know, she got a draw with Bruno Del Silva, who we saw in the last card win. She's been in the UFC forever. I want to say forever, but she's been like, she's a vet. She's been in for like five years plus. Okay. But I'm just telling you, if Suarez comes in how she was, <laughs> oof, and she's going to make a full time move to straw weight. And she's gonna like she's gonna she wants a straw weight title. She wants it now. Mm-hmm. We'll see, man. Tatiana Suarez. That might be the name. The the the, the new boogie woman since Joanna's gone. And then uh we got the middleweight fight, Andre Munez, Brandon Allen, Southpaw versus Orthodox. One Munez, BJJ, Grappler, Brandon Allen, more of a striker. How do you see this one going? You going with the BJJ Brazilian, going with the striking American with some wrestling in his back pocket? I mean, this is this is what I feel like when Styles makes the fights. And I mean, where's um, where's um, bro from? Brandon Allen? No, nah, isn't Brandon Allen from America? Yeah, he's American. Munez is from Brazil. He I might have to the fight team. I might have to talk. I might have to take Munoz on this one, man. I don't know nothing about dudes. I'm finna learn it. I'm finna learn this weekend. But hey, man, I'm always. I'm usually gonna take BJJ over over um 
striking unless it's you got crazy power. And uh, he's un- Munez is undefeated in the UFC. He has he came off Dana White contender series. Out of his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and zero in the UFC, and out of the seven, he has four submissions. The rest are decision. But once he gets on top and starts grappling, like no one really can gets off. I I kind of agree with you, but Brandon Allen can also hold his own on the ground. He's coming off two submissions in his last three fights. Wow, nice. And I think I've seen it happen a lot where, like, when someone only has a submission game and then they start getting stuffed and then they start getting clipped because they can't hold their own and now they're in desperate mode of, like, only shooting for takedown because, like, you're not winning the exchanges. You're not wanting to get clipped anymore. So you're shooting from a distance. It's easier to stuff. It doesn't look good to the judges. And I think that's where – I think Brandon Allen's going to get this dub. Plus 180, why not? I'm rooting for my American boy. I respect it. I respect it. Maybe Chile will ever see any American flags. And I'm like, I don't think there are no American champions that aren't black that are that aren't that aren't, aren't black for the people's champ, Colby. I need my boy Astro in here. He he got he going hard for my boy. Every day. That should be hilarious. The other day he was like, that's one of the things that got brought up with the motherfuckers is defending. He's like, man, you're not gonna to sit here and sit, you're not gonna sit here and continue to talk reckless about my Lord and Savior. Kobe motherfucker Covington. And I was like, Astro, this is why I don't trust him. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, we'll never know if he'll fight. Well, I don't Kobe Covington's be a whole episode on his own, maybe. We don't know where the fuck he got going on. I think it's just like you he only got two choices, Bilal and Bilal. <laughs> but our main event, light heavyweight, Nikolai Krilov versus Ryan Spann. If you don't know these fighters, Ryan Spann got the Superman padded on his chest. He just got the first-round knockout of Dominique Reyes on the Adesanya Piera card last year. His uh, out of out of his last five, he's three and two. His only two losses are to Anthony Smith and Johnny Walker, high-ranked fighters in the uh, light heavyweight. Then we have Nikolai Krylov or Nikita Krylov, and. UFC London got submitted by Paul Craig, but he did crack Paul Craig and had him in the top position until he got hit with a fucking mean-ass submission. Paul Craig doing Paul Craig things. But Krylov also, three fights last year, KO'd Alexander Guffinson in his return fight where he just absolutely got toasted. And then he gets the shizzle win over Uzdemir, who is a kickboxer, really refined striker, and kind of effortless takedown. He shot like 12 takedowns, got seven of them, controlled the fight. And he also has a win over Johnny Walker, who I think Johnny Walker stacks up very similarly to Ryan Spann as just a big, strong, heavy hitter. Not the most refined, refined, but can can throw fucking bombs. And when one lands, like ask Paul Craig, he got hit with a fucking Looney Tune punch and got was out of there. So, I mean, I'm not going to tip my hand early, but this is going to be a good fight. We got the striker and Spann. Crazy power, Nikolai Krylov, Nikita Krylov, who has the BJJ, has the stand up. But I will say, Span, I, I kind of, I made fun of the current champ at light heavyweight, saying he don't have no BJJ, and he kind of, um, Jamal Hill kind of showed that like he, he can stuff takedowns. That's all that matters. So then Ryan Span, he got some BJJ in his back pocket. I just don't know how good it's gonna be against Krylov. I mean. I've been watching Ryan's fan highlights all week, and he has some 
heavy mother's fucking hands. Like, he can really boom and send you to the next dimension. But Krylov, he is quite a refined fighter. You feel me? You got to put respect on it. So, like, I might have to take Krylov in this one. I'm not going to lie to you. Even though I really fuck with Ryan's fan in the beginning. But I hate Superman. I'm more of a Goku fan myself. But um, I might have to take. But Ryan Span's still a hitter, though. But what's the so? Do you think Ryan Span could catch Kreloff? He definitely couldn't catch him because Kreloff has like, um, uh, oh no, Kreloff's never been knocked out. So that is one thing I do want to see is like, can he get chinned? I haven't seen it yet. He's never been KO'd in his like. Well, how many? He has a whole bunch of fights, like thirty-eight fights. He's never been KO'd. Wow. He's been submitted before by Jan. He's been submitted by Paul Craig. Lost a split decision to Glover. Lost a decision to Megalmed and Kaliev. These are all hitters. Yeah. Like, so it's really like this is the fight where because both of them have lost the hitters. Like Ryan Spann lost to Johnny Walker, lost to Anthony Smith. Probably not as big as hitters that Kreloff's lost to, but still some hitters in the light heavyweight division, especially when they fought him. 2020, it was the year of Johnny Walker. He was going to come in and like set the world on fire and then anthony smith 2021 he was still like uh he wasn't too far removed from his john jones title fight so like different times different people but i don't know i think kreloff's just gonna go the same route he always does and he goes up against heavy hitters like he fought johnny walker shot 20 takedowns controlled the fight did enough on the feet and then when he fought uh uh his last fight against uzdemir who is a very refined striker who, who can light you up on the feet because he comes from kickboxing background. Same thing. Shot a whole bunch of takedowns, landed enough to get to control time, um, did enough on the feet, and just did an all-around performance. And I, that's why I'm leaning towards Kreloff here. I just think he has a game plan for these heavy hitters, and he follows it through very good. And uh, at minus 170, I, that's my money line pick right there. I'm betting that one right there. I'm putting a good amount of money on this, the money line straight up. I'm not going to make it nothing fancy. So you got you said you got Kreloff? I got Kreloff here. You bet, and Kreloff's the favorite? Yep, minus 170. Oh, so it's almost a pickup. Yeah, it's close. It's a pretty good fight. It's going to be fun. I'm, in, I'm looking forward to this card, and this is an Apex. Last Apex fight before we get the big hitter, John Jones, zero gone, heavyweight title of the world. We was talking about that in the space. We was talking on some, like, yo, zero gone? Um, tweeted out recently that he um put that he doesn't train until he the like the fight gets announced. So like he barely trained for Tyler to Avasta. He didn't start training until the John Jones fight gets announced. And John Jones quoted that, "Yeah, I feel like this is um, I feel like this is um a I feel like he's playing mind games. I'm still gonna train my ass off." But how do you feel about that? I feel like. He probably doesn't train like that, but I feel like he's still in the gym. Like, he's still hitting pads, but he's not doing his legitimate 110 workout, like, doing his, like, going hard. But I feel like he's doing his light shit, just, you know, this average day in the gym type stuff before it does get announced. So, but it also, he could be, like, I hate when fighters do shit like that, like, having those pre-made excuses already. Because then, like, John Jones used to do that shit, like, oh, I was on cocaine. It's like, bitch, you chose to be on cocaine. Or like, oh, I didn't train for that. Bitch, you chose not to train for this fight. <laughs> like, that, that, like, that's not, don't come with excuses after the fight now. So, 
I hopefully gone isn't doing what John Jones does and actually doesn't train or some shit because he thinks he's that good. Because John Jones will not the person to do that again. Yeah, no, let's not, let's pray that's not the truth. Because Taito Vasta was putting things on him a little piece. So let's pray that's not it was his mindset coming into this fight. Because that's crazy. He's gonna die. Yeah, it's gonna be a hell of a banger though. I can't wait to, for that fight right there. Um, yeah, I'm wait. I can't wait to cover it because I'm not gonna lie to you. I ain't giving out my pick, but I'm a Zoe. And if you know what Zoe means in Creole, you'll understand who I'm picking. Uh, well, we got to wait one more week, guys. We got to make it to this card here, UFC Fight Night. I think Vegas 70, Krylov versus Span, Andre Muniz, Brandon Allen as the co-main event, and Tatiana Suarez's return to the octagon after 1,300 days away. And a shout-out to all my Canadians watching the card for y'all boys on this fight. She gave y'all 1,300 days. He gave y'all 1,300 days. Now it's over. And so she said, y'all can eat for 1,300. After that, it's all mine. Back y'all so shit, we, I'm coming. We're going to see. Oh, nice. We're going to close it right there, man, because this has been a totally good podcast, man. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pickham with him concert. It's your boy, Lil' KK, a.k.a. The Don P.Y.E. And we won't mind telling you, you, and the motherfucker behind you one more time that you's a bitch. Measurements plug here, let them in Passing out the medicines We've been on that rock star regimen Knowing that I'm heaven sent Higher than I ever been I got a problem with being problematic Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic Don't you step into this box if you're not batting Then my gang got tools, you could call them boy crap Man, this gang got rules, man, you better watch your passes This ain't nothing new, it ain't season maxing All I say is true